Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Numbers chapter 5. The Lord said to Moses, Command the Israelites to send away from the camp anyone who has a defiling skin disease or a discharge of any kind or who is ceremonially unclean because of a dead body. Send away male and female alike. Send them outside of the camp so they will not defile their camp, where I dwell among them. The Israelites did so. They sent them outside of the camp. They did just as the Lord had instructed Moses. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, Any man or woman who wrongs another in any way, and so is unfaithful to the Lord, is guilty, and must confess the sin they have committed. They must make full restitution for the wrong they have done, add a fifth of the value to it, and give it all to the person they have wronged. But if that person has no close relative to whom restitution can be made for the wrong, the restitution belongs to the Lord and must be given to the priest, along with the ram with which atonement is made for the wrongdoer. All the sacred contributions the Israelites bring to a priest will belong to him. Sacred things belong to their owners, but what they give to the priest will belong to the priest. Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, If a man's wife goes astray and is unfaithful to him, so that another man has sexual relations with her, and this is hidden from her husband, and her impurity is undetected, since there's no witness against her, and she has not been caught in the act, and if feelings of jealousy come over her husband, and he suspects his wife, and she is impure, or if he is jealous and suspects her even though she is not impure, then he is to take his wife to the priest. He must also take an offering of a tenth of an ephah of barley on her behalf. He must not pour olive oil on it or put incense on it, because it is a grain offering for jealousy." a reminder offering to draw attention to wrongdoing. The priest shall bring her and have her stand before the Lord. Then he shall take some holy water in a clay jar and put some dust from the tabernacle floor into the water. After the priest has had the woman stand before the Lord, he shall loosen her hair and place in her hands the reminder offering, the grain offering for jealousy, while he himself holds the bitter water that brings a curse. Then the priest shall put the woman under oath and say to her, If no other man has had sexual relations with you, and you have not gone astray and become impure while married to your husband, may this bitter water that brings a curse not harm you. But if you have gone astray while married to your husband, and you have made yourself impure by having sexual relations with a man other than your husband, Here the priest is to put the woman under this curse. May the Lord cause you to become a curse among your people when he makes your womb miscarry and your abdomen swell. May this water that brings a curse enter your body so that your abdomen swells or your womb miscarries. Then the woman is to say, Amen, so be it. The priest is to write these curses on a scroll and then wash them off into the bitter water. He shall make the woman drink the bitter water that brings a curse, and this water that brings a curse and causes bitter suffering will enter her. 
The priest is to take from her hands the grain offering for jealousy, wave it before the Lord, and bring it to the altar. The priest is then to take a handful of the grain offering as a memorial offering and burn it on the altar. After that, he is to have the woman drink the water. If she has made herself impure and been unfaithful to her husband, this will be the result. When she is made to drink the water that brings a curse and causes bitter suffering, it will enter her, her abdomen will swell, and her womb will miscarry, and she will become a curse. If, however, the woman has not made herself impure, but is clean, she will be cleared of guilt and will be able to have children. This, then, is the law of jealousy when a woman goes astray and makes herself impure while married to her husband, or when feelings of jealousy come over a man because he suspects his wife. The priest is to have her stand before the Lord and to apply this entire law to her. The husband will be innocent of any wrongdoing, but the woman will bear the consequences of her sin. Now, just a few comments on these verses. In verse 2, command the Israelites to send away from the camp anyone who has a defiling skin disease or a discharge of any kind or who is ceremonially unclean because of a dead body. And then men and women both were to be sent outside the camp. As we previously had talked, they were living in very, very close quarters. And so when you have three million people living next to each other in very crowded quarters and temporary shelters and so forth, the possibility of disease spreading through the whole three million people was very high. And so they had to take great care with um, skin diseases and Uh, The word discharge could represent a lot of different types of diseases, but things that could be contagious had to be contained. And so the procedure was to send them outside of the camp until it could be determined uh, whether it was a contagious disease or not. And then in the same chapter we're reading now, we have some laws for restitution. I love these laws for restitution. I wish that our own uh, criminal justice system used more incidents of restitution. I think providing restitution to victims of crime from the perpetrators is a great way to instill a value for what has taken place to the person that's done the wrong. So in verse 5, we read, The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, Any man or woman who wrongs another in any way and so is unfaithful to the Lord is guilty and must confess the sin they've committed, and they must make full restitution for the wrong they have done. They add a fifth of the value to it and give it all to the person they've wronged. But if that person has no close relatives to whom restitution can be made for the wrong, the restitution belongs to the Lord and must be given to the priest, along with the ram for the atonement, uh, which is made for the wrongdoer. So this principle of restitution, the thing that was taken plus 20%, had to be given to the victim. I like that a lot. Um, I like that it's emphasized. I like that they lived under those conditions. Now, the rest of this chapter, from verse 11 through 31, is a very interesting set of um, rules and regulations concerning jealousy and adultery. Once again, friends, you have to remember that they were living in extremely close quarters. You know, the odds of you seeing your neighbor partially clad, the odds of a man who was interested in somebody else's wife, the odds of that happening, of people talking, these things were problems. They were common problems. And the penalty for adultery was death. 
And so this law, as I read it, it may have sounded a little, if you're a lady, it may have sounded like it's all on the lady. But think of it this way. A lady accused of adultery with no means to clear her good name could have been executed unjustly. And so this law was placed in the regulations of Israel. It's a supernatural right. I don't know of anything else like it in the scriptures. It's a new law concerning jealousy for a man and his wife. She was to be brought to the priest and various rites and ceremonies were to be used. Uh, She was given this so-called bitter water as a trial of her chastity, and which again, if she was guilty, uh, it would have a strange effect on her and she'd be executed. But if she was guilty, this would cause her womb to lose a child if it was carrying a child or her abdomen to swell. But if not, she would not be affected. She would be free and clear and declared innocent and happy. So this supernatural test for adultery seems to have been just for the Israelites during the time of their sojourn in the wilderness when they were camped in these close quarters. And uh, the jealousy offering and all this entire procedure, I don't know of any parallel with it in the rest of Scripture. So this chapter 5 is somewhat unique. But Lord, we thank you that you exonerate the innocent and you punish the guilty. Lord, we thank you for the laws of restitution. We thank you that uh, that we live in a nation where it's supposed to be equal justice under the law for all. May that be true of the United States of America. May all of our citizens and all aliens receive equal justice under the law. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.